Jam-packed to the rafters. Let's go up to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled for one episode and is our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. fans now welcome to our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast thank you guys so much for being with us here for episode 283 it is monday august the 15th 2022 and we're here to romp you through the world of retro wrestling as always i'm joe Murata, and i'm joined by michael quinn how you doing there michael howdy diddy the summer is winding down yeah it's actually cooler out it's actually very cool you yeah. know it was cool so, you know who's cool. The, the, the fans, listeners. The listeners. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's right. You know it, Michael. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for being with us here as we start your week off right by romping you through the world of retro wrestling. We have some great stuff in store for you. Hope you're doing well. But before we get to any of our stuff, we just want to remind you, follow us on Twitter if you have one of those, at OVP Podcast on Twitter. You're going to get daily wrestling gifts. No drama, no sound either. But that is at OVP Podcast on Twitter. You can also, if you have YouTube... Some people do. I've heard. Some people use it to browse the internet. It's a thing. You know what the internet is, from what I understand? Uh, a series of tubes. You're right about that. Yeah. And if you've I, ever, I say it every week. That's true. If you've ever used YouTube, we have a channel there. Maybe you've come across it. You know what you can do? Hit that bell. Oh, yeah. The, the ring bell. As the we ring call. bell. Yeah. Ring the bell. Subscribe to our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast on YouTube, Daily Wrestling Videos, the 1985 canon, and most importantly, Every episode of WBF Body Stars. The most important aspect. That's obviously what we all care about. Yes. WBF Body Stars. It's I mean, the best shit. It's a great show. Yeah. Anyway, in all seriousness, just follow us. The simple version, subscribe to us on YouTube. Right. That's all we're yeah. asking just you to please, do there. could you? Could you? Be nice. Also, you can email us, of course, at ovppodcast at gmail.com. That is ovppodcast at gmail.com. But Quinn, if people want to talk to you and me and well over a thousand other retro wrestling fanatics, where can they go? Over at Facebook.com slash pipes. It's all about the pipes. It, yeah, isn't it really? Cleaning out those pipes. Clean out those go pipes. Go down those pipes. Smoke uh, those pipes. And use the search bar when you're in those pipes. Oh, yeah, okay. And there's a search bar. Type R Vantage Point Dash Retro Wrestling Podcast. Bing Bang Boom Tube Score Kafui. Hit the join group and you're in. And all we're asking you to do when you join our pipes <clears throat> is agree to one rule. One rule only, which is don't be what, Quinn? Don't be a dunderhead. Don't be a dunderhead. Don't be a pipehead either. Yeah, pipehead. You know, pipehead. That's a new thing we're doing over there. Yes. <laughs> is it? That's something we talk about, about all the time, the pipeheads. The, that's really great. Yeah. Really, though, all we're asking you to do, if you're still listening, thank you, all we're asking you to do when you join our group is talk about wrestling, right? Talk about old wrestling. Talk about retro wrestling. WWF, NWA, WCW, ECW, AWA even, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you're into that sort of thing. We expect you to not always agree. We expect you to have debates and discussion and things like that. The one thing we're asking you to do is don't be an asshole. Right. Don't just... Could you... Does, has anything good come of that? No. Thank you, Quinn. So, have fun. Talk about old wrestling with a lot of other people that's on our Facebook group. Join it. If you hate it, just unjoin it. Yeah. Just, dejoin it. Just dejoin. Dejoin. You, no need to get upset. No. it's And we won't be either. We yeah. understand. And finally... If you want more OVP content, some people do, you can get that at patreon.com slash OVP podcast. What we have over there, just to be clear, is two whole different things. The 1993 Monday Night Raw canon. That's right. right. 
We are currently up to April of 1993. We're watching every episode. It comes out every Friday, audio or video form. And on the $5 tier, you get the Monday Night Raw Canon and a review of every WWF pay-per-view in order from the first WrestleMania. And the current one out for August is, very fittingly, SummerSlam 1995. And that was actually a very good show. Wasn't bad. Wasn't yeah, bad was at all. It was the first good one in a long time because 1995 is garbage. It generally is. So yeah. if you want to hear what we think of all those shows from the Hulkamania era now into the new generation, patreon.com slash OVP podcast. But Michael. Yes. This new segment we've been doing this season has been fun these last two episodes. It has. What we've asked you guys to do and we want you to keep doing it, you just go to our Facebook group. There's a pin post is present us a true or false question. Quinn and I will discuss and we will decide if that question is true. Or if it's false. And guess what? This is a segment very creatively titled, True or False? True or False? I don't know! Yes, welcome back to True or False, uh, where we don't know until I, we talk about it. I don't know it. anything. Just like I, Lex Luger? I just come here <laughs> and I tell you if it's true or false. That's what Quinn does here. From my point of view. From my vantage point, if you will. My vantage point is the sister podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My vantage point. Yeah. Anyway, folks, this is uh, the vantage point of Mike Prue, a big friend of the show, big supporter, longtime friend of OVP. Thank you, Prue, for this one. This true or false question this week is true or false. Honky Tonk Man is the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. You want to try to be funny? Yeah. Why don't we talk about somebody's lifetime batting average baby. or something? Trying to make jokes out here. This is serious business to us. We're talking about the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. Interesting. This is... I'm always up and down about this. Like, I'm always true or false about this, I feel like, in my, in my opinion. It's a great question. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, he, he started saying this a month after winning. Yeah. And that's what pissed off Randy Savage. Because I had a moment of insanity when I reached out and shook his hand after he beat the dragon. Ricky Steamboat don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. And he took it like he was better than the Macho you Man. You lost Randy your head. Savage. Unbelievable. You think you're better than I am, man. Yeah. And your guitar's real out of tune. I feel like at that point in time, right? I think people were kind of like, it's probably either Randy Savage or Don Morocco. Right, yeah. like in, in those are the, the two. those times. Those are the two really up good to that ones point, right? Up to that point, yeah. But on one hand, Honky Tonk Man's a great champion because boy, oh boy, it's just fun seeing him squirm his way out of everything, right? Because he's just he's so rubbery and slippery and stuff. He was a perfect heel mid card champion for the period of time eighty seven, eighty eight, uh, and we'll get to that run in the second. But Quinn, I you know that you don't know what I'm going to ask you, which no. is what I like. But I, you're good at the, in these situations, so I'm going to ask you. What makes a great Intercontinental Champion? In the past, I would say may a good wrestler, but... So would I. Five-star match and six-star match. You know, we've been proven that that's not always the case in the past, have we not? As far as be being entertained? Yeah. As far as making money? No. I right. mean, like Ultimate Warrior, he's not the best wrestler or anything. Some would but, barely call him a wrestler. Right, but he's considered by some one of the better Intercontinental Champions. By us, in yeah. fact, yes. Yeah, he's really good, actually. Yeah. You know, Rick Rude wasn't wrestling up a storm, but some people really like him. Yeah, you even know? Mr. Perfect, another Mr. one. Perfect. I mean, Mr. Perfect sucks ass on pay-per-view, but, you know, <laughs> up allegedly he's the greatest wrestler to ever live or something. He's good but, on pay-per-view if he's wrestling Brett. Yeah. Of course. So what makes a, a Intercontinental Champion great then? What's the goal 
the goal is to be entertaining and kind of balance it with being a good wrestler for the Intercontinental title specifically, right? Because it's like the worker's belt or whatever. The worker's belt. And that, that came into play with like Tito Santana and Greg Valentine, Randy Savage, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. Yeah. Mr. Perfect, right? Some would say even like The Rock was still in that vein, I, I guess. Would they? I wouldn't I don't, say he was, that. He He's was, more like Honky Tonk, man. He was man. all right in a ring. I, I really think Rock gets a bad rap in the ring. I think he's fine, yeah. but I don't think he was a worker. You know, yeah. it wasn't really the worker's title when he had it. But I think the thing with Honky Tonk, man, you know my story, Quinn, and some of our fans probably remember. For the longest time, and I'm talking into my 30s, and right. I'm still in my 30s, I thought that I was like, well, fuck Wayne Farrer, fuck this guy, he's so yeah. untalented. And then you like kept pointing out to me like, no, Joe, you're supposed to think that. He's like the best example of that, in my opinion. Like a lot of them, it's like when you don't want to see them, it's a little sketchy. Like I know, like how you feel about IRS, like, right? Like there's reason like there's reasons you can outline like right. I just really don't even want to watch the show. Like boring. Yeah, like boring. But could but you like, call Honky Tonk Man boring? Well, Honky Tonk Man's different. He's got you yelling and screaming out of your right. seat like fuck this guy, like, yes. kick his ass, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's it's a little bit different, right? Yeah, exactly. So, in that regards, I think he actually is really good at what he does. I think he is, too, and there's a reason they kept it on him as long as they did. And for the record, folks, that was uh, June of 1987 until the end of August 1988, SummerSlam, obviously, when the Warrior defeated him. But throughout that time, whether it was the Randy Savage feud, which was a long-spanning feud. Right. I mean, that started in the summer of 87 and stretched all the way into the main event, February of 88. Yeah. Right? And then he moved on to Beefcake, and we mm-hmm. know the most iconic line lines that came out of that was uh, Brutus Beefcake's When Tonight Is All Over With and Done. I will be the new champion. After tonight's all over with and done, I will be the new champion. Also, uh, Mean Gene, what a package. What a package is in there. Brutus, this is incredible. What a package. And then, of course, in the Coliseum exclusive with Honky and the haircut and Jimmy. I look like little Lulu. (laughs) Don't ever let let him him see it, Jimmy. Yeah, exactly. All that. Look, I look like little Lulu. Look at the back of my head. Don't worry, Jimmy. Cover it up. You don't let him see it. Just cover your head up. Don't you ever let him see that, Jimmy Hart. The problem with the Honky Tonk Man to me is that this run was fantastic, and then they just were like, who fucking cares about Honky Tonk Man and just like made him shitty. They made him shitty and he didn't like that either, obviously. But they really just were like, wow, just nothing. Thank you for everything. Bye, basically. But let's talk about him compared to some other Intercontinental Champions and who better to uh, critique than ourselves, Quinn. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's look at in episode 31, a long, long time ago in OVP time, right? right? We did a Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of Intercontinental Champions. And just to refresh everyone on that, here are the four, and these are always it's just the four best in our opinion. The order that we put them on is usually indicative of what we thought, right? Mm-hmm. So the first one we put on was Randy Savage. Right. Then we put on the Honky Tonk Man. So we already thought highly of him way back in episode 31. Right. Then we put on the Ultimate Warrior. We did. We did. And then number four, this must have been you campaigning for something here over Brett, was Shawn Michaels. I think it was that we thought that Brett was a better world world champion than he was an intercontinental champion. Okay. I think that's what, what we settled on, uh, right? I think you might be right. I mean, this is a, a very long time ago. Yeah, I think I think Sean deserves to be on there. I'm okay with it, Quinn. If you are putting Sean Michaels on there as I'm number okay, four. Yeah, let's do it. Here he goes. Uh, and then we kind of revisited this in a season of Royal Rankings that was... Season 14, episodes 131 to 140. And I'm just going to give you the top four because, again, Rushmore style. In order now, this this order this is, matters. This is actually funny. 
based off the, the change. Now, I don't understand the number two, but number one, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> yeah. We ranked him, much to the chagrin of somebody, I forget who it is, somebody on Twitter brought it up like a few weeks ago. And they're like, you know, I forgive you for putting him at number one. I forget who it is, but if you're out there, we're sorry. But Ultimate Warrior for that season, we talked into him being number one. I, I see guarantee champ. you it's because we just saw that Rick Rude I think Ultimate Warrior thing at like SummerSlam 89. <laughs> and it's like fucking amazing. Probably. Uh, number two, this must have been me somehow wrenching your arm. Bret Hart at number two, which yeah. I don't get. I don't even agree with that now. And I'm not going to be biased here because, you know, where, I love Brett, but yes, I Yes, but this is where the George Animal Steel matches catch up with you. Number three, Randy Savage. And number four, Honky Tonk Man. So he's up there either way. He's up there either way. And the, the only differential here between the two lists is Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart. So let's knock both of them out of here. Savage, Honky, and Warrior are on both mm-hmm. lists, right? Why did we rank Ultimate Warrior so high? I mean, again, not that he isn't. I think he because is top three. Because he was three. like, here's the thing is about the Ultimate Warrior. He's another one where you're like, I kind of like when he was Intercontinental Champion better. Like, everything kind of petered oh, out after him. that. Yeah. yeah. Other than when he didn't have any belt. The, In 91. The, the, the ending match or whatever, the career ending. <laughs> the ending match, yes. yes. I think the Ultimate Warrior gets a bad rap. And if we're talking about wrestlers that had great matches while IC Champion... Fine, but one of the things that people overlook is the match where Warrior won it back from Rick Rude is awesome at SummerSlam 89. Yeah. So he did have a good match. Honky Tonk Man. There's no good matches. I don't really think there is, but was there supposed to be? I don't think so. Right, right. It was heat. It was heat. Yeah, it was like he really kind of, he makes you want to see him get his ass whooped. And he never, he always escaped by the skin of his teeth, no matter who it was. And that was the big deal. But see, you say no matter who it was, like it was like a lot of people, like what Beefcake Savage. Well, on the house shows, yeah. Beefcake I mean, like, and Savage. Else? There was probably Jim Duggan. There was probably other people. Was there any him. Ricky Steamboat like rematch thing? And Steamboat getting inspiration from George the Animal before he kicks off this match in his quest to take that championship, that intercontinental championship from the Honky Tonk Man. Now, with Randy Savage, he was, in my opinion, other than Don Morocco, who we not on either of these lists, but really underrated as an IC champion. Yeah, but the th- uh, here's the funny thing about uh, Randy Savage. He's once again, like, the chicken shit, like, escapes champion. Like, he was he yes, was that. Like, he was I mean, that. obviously, he had the Ricky Steamboat match or whatever. Yeah, but, but like, most of his reign was like, feuding with got, George Steele. I just got away with it. Is that how we put Brett above him? Maybe. In the rankings? But either way, either way, Randy Savage has the Steamboat match, and I think that really cements for people mm-hmm. that he is the one of the best intercontinental champions of all time. It's the Ricky Steamboat match. But he was also the first true superstar since Don Morocco to hold the belt. A very charismatic, flamboyant to a degree heel that you love to hate and that you couldn't take your eyes off of. And Don Morocco did that as well twice yeah. in the early 80s. Would be in the center of Madison Square Garden locked Surrounded by a wall of steel. Nobody moving. Nobody going anyplace. Call it what you want. I still am the champion. Morocco's problem, and probably why he doesn't make these lists, is that it was pre-Hulkamania. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? That's really his only issue. We lived his whole second reign, and was he not the best part of the fucking show every single time? He absolutely was. So, um... 
you know, though, you know, from a match perspective, though, he really only had the Jimmy Snuka thing. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, most of that. I mean, the first reign, I don't know much about in like '81 or whatever. Yeah, '81. Yeah, like I don't know too much. I'm about sure it nothing was really happening because it's pre '80. <laughs> oh God, that era. It's, it's 81, a tough era. '82 is rough. It's not a fun era. Now, Randy Savage, one of the best. We agree, right? I mean, I'm I still agree with that. With these two lists that we made. Yeah, that he's one of the best. I think Ultimate Warrior is too because this is a guy that was so over as the Intercontinental Champion. He could headline shows by himself. He could have standalone feuds. And he was so over as IC Champion that they were able to make him the World Champion off the back of that. Right. And it's as much as anyone has every right to say they don't like the Warrior as a person, fine. Or they don't like him in the ring, fine. The one thing you cannot deny is for his period of time, he was extremely over. He was a huge draw during this period of time. He got second only to Hogan in terms of crowd reactions. Yeah, but you can say all of this stuff about Randy Savage. You can. Yeah. And this is why it's a very difficult question, because those two are different than Honky Tonk Man. Yes. Honky Tonk Man was... A very chicken shit heel that was constantly booed, constantly escaping with this title. I really think that, like, a lot of the people's... There's two reasons why people say the Honky Tonk Man is the greatest of all time. One, because he said he was the greatest of all time. He got us all to believe it. Two, is that um he held it the longest. He did. But does that really mean anything when, like, push comes to shove? Well... What if you have... Okay, let, just just hypothetical intercontinental champion, right? What if he only had five matches as the Intercontinental Champion, but they were all, like, five-star matches, right? But he's only been the champion for, like, a week or some shit, A right? week? And he had yeah, five, five-star match matches? Every night on the house shoe it's circuit. It's very impressive. They're all, like, cl- like mat classics that are, Real, are studied by wrestling minds across the world, well, right? That's incredible, Quinn. Right? So, imagine that. So, he's only the champion for five days. Right. Loses on the fifth one, right? And they're yeah. all the best matches of all time. Right. But then you have Honky Tonk Man. Well, I'm the champion for a hundred years or whatever the hell, right? <laughs> yes. So, you know what I'm saying is like, I do, I do. Does just holding it for like a real no. long time mean fucking anything? No, because remember when Dean Ambrose, I think it was, was the U.S. champion yeah, forever, he had it fucking forever, and, and never defended it. Yeah. So no, it's not just being a compiler of stats, right? But I do think to be considered the best Intercontinental Champion. It should be a mix of being over, being a draw, being good in the ring, at least getting people to want to see you in the ring, mm-hmm. being memorable, and having some kind of legacy as champion. And I think Honky Tonk Man has almost all of that. What he doesn't have, though, is the match. The only notable, real notable match, I guess. Well, I guess there's a couple, but they all involve shenanigans. Like the one against Savage on Saturday Night's main event, because the hearts attacked him and because Hogan came out. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like the match mattered. No. Or the one on the first main event in February mm-hmm. of 88. But again, because Savage won by DQ and then held the ropes open for Elizabeth and all that. It's not really because of Honky. Yeah. Right? The only one is the one where he lost it in like 12 seconds with his jumpsuit on yeah. at Madison Square Garden. There's no wrestling match to write home about. No. Not even call home. Yeah. Or even text, no, right? No, there's not really anything. The Warrior, though, he has the Rick Rude feud, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Randy Savage has the Steamboat match. If nothing else, he's got... But the Honky feud is good on both parts. Is one of these men the best? Are we missing somebody this whole time? It's got to be one of those three guys, right? I really think it's like, the more you think about it, it's probably just Randy Savage. It's Savage or the Warrior. Yeah. It's not. It's like Honky is in the mix, though. I don't want to write Absolutely. off his, his how good he was as Intercontinental Champion. Because he had the unique 
most of these IC champions were generally faces. Not all of them. Savage was a heel. Warrior was a face. Bret Hart did it as a face. You know, Mr. Perfect yeah. was a heel. It, it fluctuated. Shawn Michaels did it as both. As both. <laughs> yeah. And had a lot of good stuff. Talking just matches, Sean had great stuff against Marty. Yeah. And he had the ladder match against Razor at SummerSlam 95 while mm-hmm. he was in Hell and Bret had the one, you know, where he won it from Perfect, won it from Piper. Also and losing it. it to the British Bulldog yeah. was good, too. So if we're talking matches, those guys obviously probably rise above, you know, the Warrior and Honky Tonk Man. A complete package. What a package. I'm going false. I don't think he's the greatest. I think it's false, too. But he's close. He's close. Do we agree? At this point, it's one of those things people just like to say it because it's just nice and neat. It's like he claims it. He yeah. is it. He's the longest. There you go. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, but from a practical standpoint, it's probably like Randy Savage. It probably is. And again, I think Don Morocco does not get enough respect. Absolutely. Either. But thankfully, he should be much higher on this list. He should be. Uh, and thankfully, we don't have to choose who the best one is today. Mm-hmm. We just have to say if we think Honky is or not. And I'm going to go with false. You're going with false also, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. Well, Mike Prue, thank you very much for this question. And folks, let us know, is this true or false? There will be a down and dirty poll. Okay, I'm going to put it on the Facebook. Oh, it's going to be this. so dirty. <laughs> It's going to be very, very filthy. And anyway, be sure to send in your true or false questions. Go to our Facebook group. It will be there on a pin post. You can submit it there. We're taking them all season long. And be sure to follow us on Twitter also at OVP Podcast. But guess what? When we come back, the 1985 canon continues. It is January 1985 WWF Championship Wrestling. That is coming up right after this. the biggest title offense of your career. Any trepidation tonight? You're no journalist, Green Bean. You're missing the story here. The story here is romance. The lovely Elizabeth Wynn. We know, we know she's head over heels for you, right? (laughs) Even this bozo can see it. She wants you honky. She wants you bad. And I'm going to oblige her. Being the gentleman I am, the honky-tonk man. What are you saying? What are you saying, man? What I'm saying is this. I've got the title. I've got the belt. And tonight... I'm going to get the woman, the lonely woman. Oh, no. And then where are you going to take her, honky? Where, where are you going to take her, honky? I'm going to take her down the lonely street <laughs> to the heartbreak hotel. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Don't you worry. I won't be cruel. Sing it, baby. Because I know she wants me to love her tender. Sing it. Because I'll be her teddy bear. <laughs> too much. Too and much. you know where that hound dog Randy's is going to be? Where is he going to be? In the ghetto. <laughs> Hello, wrestling fans. While we're on a break here, just a quick reminder to check out some friends of the show. These are other independent wrestling podcasts. We want you to check them out. Start with Book in the Territory. This will get you everything for your southern fried, very classy, unprofessional wrestling coverage of the NWA, WCW. It is Book in the Territory. And check out GFA Live with Peter Winson and Kathy as they trek you through some classic episodes of WWF television. Maybe a movie you never know. So check out our friends of the show. It is Book in the Territory and GFA Live. Hiya!
Hiya! Hiya! Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome back to our YouTube channel or to episode 283 of our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. This is the 1985 Canon here for Monday, August 15th, 2022. I'm Joe Murata. That's Michael Quinn. Howdy. Howdy, Michael. So, if you're listening on the audio, just a reminder, you can watch this on the video version on our YouTube channel. And you YouTubers, YouTubers, I always screw that up. Yeah, every time. YouTubers out there, you potatoes out there, make sure to uh, hit that bell, is it called? Subscribe. Bell. Hit it. Bell ring Atlantic. It, ring it and you're in and then you never have to do anything again. Ring it and sing it and we yeah. will bring you the canon here. But thank you guys in all seriousness for being with us here. If you've never heard of us before... I don't blame you. A lot of people haven't, but we do have a weekly retro wrestling audio podcast. Find it on your favorite podcast player application. Uh, It's our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast since 2016. And also, we have a version of the same type of show where we go through every episode of Monday Night Raw in order. Yeah, that's right. We're currently up to April of 1993. There's a link down in the description or those of you on the audio in the uh, show notes. There's always the Patreon link if you want to check it out. Mm-hmm. That's the particulars. That's it. All right. Well, welcome back to the canon here. This is WWF Championship Wrestling, January 19th, 1985. Yeah. Quinn, just a quick disclaimer before we get to the calendar. We're still taped in 1984 here. Fake 1985. Yeah, we're still. still in fake 1985. It is December 17th, still the same taping as the last two weeks. But what do we have on the calendar for the week of the 19th there, Michael? The week of the 19th, uh, we got MLK Day, of course. As it is every year, I think, right? We got... It's around that time. I think it... it right, yeah, it's about... Monday. Or what, did they move it? No, they definitely didn't move it. I'm not sure. Anyway, on the 18th, uh, Koloff wins WF title 1971. Against Bruno, yeah, sure. And on the 19th, we got a birthday. Birthday Ooh. boy in town. Who is it? Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson, all right. Mm. The first Intercontinental Champions. That's there he great. Is. Good yeah. for him. Well, happy birthday to Pat Patterson here. Happy, happy birthday. We were just talking about Intercontinental Champions. We were, yeah, in episode 283. You could check that out. Well, Quinn, uh, the, the slow start to fake 1985. I don't even think it started. It really has Nothing has started. No. I will tell you this. Now, this is the two weeks in a row. Vince McMahon has been promising us some footage from MSG. Yeah, well, if we even get that footage, this episode's blocked. So. Yeah, that's true. Maybe yeah. we don't want the footage. Please don't get it. <laughs> Apparently, it's so hard to get, they don't even let you show it on YouTube anymore. <laughs> yeah, they don't even have it back then. Yeah. But with that said, the biggest development, it's it's we're, we're all right right now in January. I mean, fake January of 1985. Not that exciting, but they the shows have been good mm-hmm. so far. Right? Would you agree? It's been oh, fun. Yeah, they've been fun. Uh, the biggest thing going on right now is Hulk Hogan is training that guy, that big Jim Hillbilly Hill, Jim. The Hillbilly boy. He's yeah. training him to become a wrestler. We keep seeing uh, Hulk Hogan in the kitchen. Yeah, and the gy- drinking a juice yeah. or Hogan milk Hogan or whatever. Milk. Oh, God. It's awful. Hogan milk. Yeah. Anyway, that's really the main thing. We haven't seen, um, who haven't we seen in the while? We've seen Tonga Kid, thankfully. Yeah. But we don't know if he's still really here. Again, fake 1985. Win- yeah, fake. Uh, Wyndham and Rotundo are really heating up. They got their Ugh. theme music now. Yeah. Born in the USA, that very patriotic song. They haven't done dick. They've done enough. What do you mean? They've done plenty. They've uh. beaten so many teams. All yeah, those the Briscoes hot, hot- beat people, not them. <laughs> the Briscoes did beat the tag champs in a non Yeah, they did. They're like the rightful number one team. They don't even fucking talk about <laughs> kind them. Kind of sorry excuse for a thing or we love it in right yeah, now. It's, but that's the truth, You're Bruce. right about that. <laughs> it's true. Just quote, do the right thing on yeah, me. Yeah, it's a good thing. Just, it's a good thing. Yeah. Do the good thing. Well, anyway, thank you guys for doing the good thing here and being with us on the Canon. Time to bring up the Canon scope in three, two, one. There it is. Whoa. 
And if you're on the audio, listen along or watch with us here on the video. This is WWF Championship Wrestling, January 19th, 1985. The usual. Yeah. Should I keep? Should I skip it or should we? I don't know. It's a little low this week. I'd like to hear the Hulkster soothing tones. Why? As he comes out to not his theme song. Is that better? Yeah. A little bit better. Ah. We're really just sitting here listening to the theme? Yeah. We're not even talking. Let's not talk. <laughs> just let it play out, Joe. Let's not talk. Did you take, like, Robitussin or something before you came here? What's going on with you? There we go. We can talk again. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno still doesn't know how to stand. Yeah. The hands go here, here. Uh, this is where my arms go. <laughs> to join us this week, a man who now holds the coveted World Wrestling Federation Championship belt that you so proudly wore, Bruno Sammartino. What? Hulk Hogan. Hey, the guy's so impressive. Everybody loves him so like far. Him. He's defeated everybody the that he's The guy that's better than you. proven himself to be a great, great champion. You're an old fucking man <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, this must be the Johnny Rods match, right? Yeah, perhaps. I think so. You know what I see in the ring over there? Who? Um, the Corporal Kirshner or whatever. R.T. Reynolds, though. Yeah, yeah. You don't mean the real... No, the fake edition or whatever. ...rather unusual wrestling talent. Very unusual, but he's very tough. He looks well. He's 270 pounds. And he's Brutus tough. Beefcake, we're Let's hyping him still. Stop. Right up to Just stop. We don't need that. Oh, the quality okay. change, mate. It's a beta. Beta. Beta quality. There's your boy. He's got a good look with this hair. I'm serious. They really serious. need to change his name to R.J. Reynolds. They, they don't. It's better. Is it? What do we got here? Oh, yeah. They said Whoa. he was going to be here, remember? Big Blackjack Mulligan. Oh, hell yeah. What a so good. Quinn's yeah. new favorite wrestler, Mulligan. Blackjack Mulligan. Joe, he's good. Face edition. Yeah. He is good. I'm not going to lie. He is. A solid professional wrestler. <laughs> like, he is. Look how big. And now he's got music? <laughs> big Blackjack Mulligan. I feel like I know that song. Did anyone, but this is something not talked about that Blackjack Mulligan Blackjack. had music. I did not know that. Yeah. Weird. Wild stuff. Uh, Gilberto Roman's going to be our referee here for this contest. Again, why would anybody fuck with this guy? Look at Eam. Well, you're right. I mean, RT, though, is no slouch in his own right. We get a lockup here. Nice arm drag. He's a slouch compared to this guy. Most people are. This guy, this guy hosts his own talk show, and he's fucking a hero. He's the inverse of Roddy Piper. Yep. That's the thing. So RT backs up. Blackjack in the corner, swinging away with big overhands. Blackjack seems See, fine, though. You know what I hope? It's on the brakes. Maybe Blackjack show will be live this week instead of Piper's. Oh, in this arena. Piper's will be pre-taped from All-Star. I don't think so. What if they did that? Piper's prime time, man. He's the main show. None of this Not when he's interviewing fucking heels. It's boring as shit. We're still not allowed to talk over it, though. Yeah. Anyway, Quinn, what's going on in your life? You know, we're talking about wrestling here, but uh, we got a body slam coming up. Anything, what's going on? Anything exciting going on over there? Just work. In your mansion over there? Yeah, my big mansion. Down the road? Just, Just work. work and nonsense. Get, getting close to your busy season, eh? Oh, we're, we've hit it. You're in it already. We, we have hit it, and maybe that's why I'm a little more subdued today, You're perhaps. very dude. Yeah? Not even sub. You're like... I'm tired. Super dude. I'm tired. Yeah. I, I know the feeling. Yeah. Believe it or not. But you know what's helping me is watching the Blackjack kick some ass here. Yeah, you're very mellow today. He's, he's, he's a good Quinn. guy. The Blackjack. And RT is having a hard time. He's walking around. It sounds like we're doing a very serious show today. Okay, yeah, very... I'm, we're so serious. Okay, very good. 
Blackjack. RT and Blackjack locking back up again. Drop told by Blackjack. Nice and slow. Yep. Just like just like I'm feeling. You see, he 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 knows where I'm at. You're very very melodious right now. Floaty. A little floaty. Yeah, we'll yeah. go with floaty. Look at that view. Yeah, look at we it. We don't usually get that. That's because you see the back of people's heads. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look good on TV. Lock we do still. need to hurry this up a bit, though, this match. No, that's the Quinn I was yeah, waiting for. Yeah. It's a little, it's we're, a little much. We're accomplishing very little in this match, is what Quinn is trying to say. There's what, nothing what happening. I just, I, you know what I don't like? Is Blackjack Mulligan is such a, a beast, like, physically. He is a very big man. Him being a face, it's kind of rough because he has to, like, let them get some offense. I guess. I mean, he doesn't have to have to, but... It wouldn't, he wouldn't be perceived as nice. Otherwise, <laughs> I guess, yeah. yeah. Eagle pass boots, Vince says. And here we go. Chucking him out. Uh, yeah. He asked Bruno where Eagle Pass Texas is. I don't fucking know. How would he know? He wouldn't. He only knows New York. You know the thing, too, is now we're on the third hour of this taping, so this crowd <laughs> the is... The crowd's feeling like me. Maybe that's why they're bringing Hulk Hogan out. Mm. A little bit of a wake-up, you know? Yeah, do you think they tell these crowds that Hulk Hogan's going to be there? Hulk Hogan? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they... H hoax. Well, I don't know. I don't know how these worked back then. Yeah. Uh, it's not Allentown, so we can't ask Ian. Yeah, it's weird, right? It, it's like, not Andrew... We can't ask Andrew Rogers. Like, I wouldn't say but, it, you because know. you know why? Mm -hmm. You just pop them when Hulk comes out. Yeah. I mean, if they're going to the taping anyway, they, they probably don't need incentive to go. Am I wrong? It going seems to like this they, shit. Yeah. It's, but it seems that like means. they've got right. No, but it seems like they've got regular crowds going to the spinning back elbow by Blackjack. That'll probably do it. Let's yeah, I'm take sure it. The, the Poughkeepsie locals are all excited about this. I'm sure they are. Let's see if this That's does it. it. That should be it. Yes. There you go. Yeah, that does it right there. Listen, it wasn't super long, That's what but she it was said. also a little longish all at the same time. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Lay in the pipe. Lay that pipe. So. Okay. <laughs> what? What do you got? Lay that pipe. I, you know, I don't, is the thing. I'm also very subdued because, you know, we're this is a very gentlemanly show this week. Right. You know? There'll be no humor. Yeah. There'll be it. no jokes. And um, you, got a, you got a birthday coming up, though. I do right? in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks? August 29th. You doing anything? Yes. Uh, my wife and I and our son are going down to the uh, the place that, you know, we always go to. Oh, okay. Every summer that you really like. Oh, I know where that is. Where they have the good seafood place. Uh-huh. We're going down there just for the night. Hmm. But... Okay, here we go in the dark here. Blackjack Mulligan. Uh, I, I don't even know how anyone can see I think this is right what now. Bruce Springsteen's Dancing in the Dark is about, if you yeah. know what I'm saying. Man, talk about crap quality. Yeah. Shit sandwich. What a, what a piece of shit. Told you there wouldn't be jokes today, folks. Yeah. Just straight shooting today with Michael Quinn and Joe Murata. The straightest of shooting. <laughs> no crooked shooting. It's so straight. What are you doing over there? Nothing. Just looking. You're looking at something. Just looking at things. I saw the color of the screen change. I just I was you just peaked. making sure something was closed there. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> well. Anyway, from Eagle case. Pass, the winner, yeah. <laughs> uh, Blackjack Mulligan, dancing in the dark himself. I thought that was the song that'd be funny. Yeah. Oh, hi. Somebody's mom. <laughs> yep, somebody, hey, that's exactly what that is. Somebody's daughter. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, no. What is this? Studio 54. We're still milking this, huh? <sighs> this is two or three weeks in a row. Two weeks Cindy in a row, right? Yeah. was with Hulk Hogan, and they did things, and it was fun. And Lou Albano had a calcium deposit. That's why he was such a fucking asshole. I still think that's ridiculous. I know. Oh, wait, now backstage. 
officially made a public apology to me. Captain Wu, can you yes, tell him? Yes, Cindy, I have. I'm all nice now. All, uh, champion Hulk Hogan and let, David Wolf and Cindy Lauper. Let him explain it. It's an honor a pleasure for me to be here. They claim that I have a uh, deficiency in the medulla of my brain by uh, calcium deposit, and uh, this is possible. I've had some uh, care, and I'm feeling very well. And through the influence of the world champion, a man that I've so admired for many, many years. <laughs> yes, I've done many a wrong. Yes, I've yelled. Opposite. Yes, I've shouted. Yes, I've done. But I've looked at Hulk Hogan, and in my book, I said he's the type of champion that I would have like to be but it was never capable of being i looked at a man that is a super giant that stands some six foot seven or six foot eight and weighs 307 pounds that can get on a bench and blow away 617 pounds like there was no tomorrow a man that has wrestling leverage and balance and ability a man that is so keen has the mind of a wizard this is so and the weird of a genius the mind a of a wizard has <laughs> has well I, hogan Why might be a bit of a wizard you know if he has such with problems with his medulla or whatever yeah how is he talking so fast? Well, he's better now. I knew that. I knew you got a little confused. Of course, David Wolf is here. So wait, it's like it's just he had like dementia or something. Like what? Yeah, it was just screwing his like for like ten years or whatever. Yeah, fifteen years, whatever. Who's that? Odd. Jimmy Powers Quinn again in this taping. That, is, that whole storyline is very, like, Kramer or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Who do we have? Oh, God. God, I thought we were rid of this guy. Brutus Beefcake? I just mean that, like, that they weren't going to feature him over here on Championship. Put him on All-Star or some shit. We don't need to hear about this. Question for you. Does what? Hulk Hogan work here? Yeah. Well, so does Brutus. Yeah, but well, you can have Hulk rule. Hogan on this show and you can get Brutus on the other one. Apparently, you can't. You know, is the thing. Uh, Notice now he's wearing red and yellow. Just pointing stop that. Stop it. Oh, don't even say things yeah. like that. <laughs> um, now, I'm Hulk's best friend. That uh, <laughs> that interview that they just did with Lil Bano, those of you on the audio, it looked like it was taking place in the dispatch office of, like, Estes Trucking. It was Probably. very, very fruitcake sign. Very creative. You know, um, I, I think that they're just going to do that in lieu of that they can't show the Lou footage, if you if you will. No pun intended. The footage of Lou um, getting hit by getting the thing. Getting beat up. Well, I mean, we know what happened. Yeah, but now nobody will ever know. True. Well, we'll tell you then. At MSG. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. It's copyrighted, so who knows if you heard that or oh, not. Good that point. might have yeah. been edited out. Sorry. I'm not sure. But yeah. Anyway. And what is this? On oh, this is, that very, the, is that the same calendar I got? Welcome back to this very mellow edition of yeah. the 1985 canon. Mellow Yellow. Mellow Yellow. They called Donovan Mellow Yellow. I don't know who they are, but mm -hmm. they called them that. You know what I've been listening to? You're not going to care. Uh, but someone will. I listened to about the first seven or eight Van Morrison albums uh, yesterday. Really? And, man, he's a good singer. Van Mo I've always known that because I like his singles. Mm -hmm. Wild Night. You know, Wild Night. Yeah. And Brown Eyed Very Girl. Van. Very Morrison, too. Yeah. Um, man, I was into that. That was some good stuff. I don't know much about Van Morrison. I didn't personally. really either. I don't really listen to Van Morrison. I know you don't. I couldn't tell you the names of his songs. Wild Night. Yeah. Uh, Brown Eye Girl. Oh. Wait, Brown Eye Girl? I thought that was somebody else. Well, Smash Mouth covered it, if that's what you're talking about. I think no, it was Smash I, I Mouth. I think I thought it was some, somebody. That's Van Morrison. Yeah. Huh, Moon Dance. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance. He's pretty Van. He's very Morrison. Yeah. Uh, and then Domino. Okay. Brutus, the fruitiest cake there is. He's a B-T-F-C-T-I. B-T-F-C-I. B-T-F-C-T-I. We told you there wouldn't be humor in this episode, So folks. mellow. Very mellow. What is going on here? He's taking like six <laughs> years to get his shit off. Like, 
He ain't no fucking uh, like um, what's his Paul head? Porno, Paul, Mr. Wonderful. Paul, you said you just said porno Orndorf. You did. No, I said you, Paul, Mr. You Orndorf. No, you want porn? No, I didn't mean. Yeah, to you say did. Calm. Wait, anyway, look at this shit. <laughs> Beefcake attacking from behind. What a bunch Jack, of garbage. Jack Lutz getting luscious John Valiant out Jack of there. Jack Lovitz or whatever. Yeah, John Lovitz. Yeah. It stinks. Is, uh, can I ask you a question? I missed that show, by the way. The Critic? Yeah. It ended about 25 years ago. It's can good. I, can I ask you a question here as Beefcake tosses powers to the outside? You know how we've often commented on the Captain Lou, Captain Lewis, right? Mm-hmm. What is the deal with the luscious John Valiant? Is it the same type of thing? Sometimes oh. he's John and sometimes he's Johnny. Sometimes he's just Johnny V, too. You ever notice that? Yeah, they that? eventually get rid of the Valiant, right? Yeah. It's just Johnny V. I don't know. BV with an Irish whip. Is this where the high knee from uh, primetime? Maybe. He is wearing the same outfit, but <laughs> he doesn't have many outfits in the first place. That's true. Body slam by a big Jimmy, pa- young Jimmy Powers coming up. That'd be weird if Jim Powers was the one getting high kneed in the opening to primetime for like six years. It'd be very fitting. Yeah. I mean, if anyone would know anything about high knee, it'd be Brutus Beefcake because he's sniffing Hogan's all the yeah. time. Jimmy Powers There's is... There's not humor on this episode. There's a lot of crap in this right now. Jack Lowitz is my favorite person. Is I think this, this the is high it. Knee? That's, that's the one. I that's think it is. definitely it. We're going to go to the official fact checker as we get a cover two, three. Christian Ouellette will let us know. Yeah, that is that looks like it. I think it is. Yeah. We, we. Brutus Beefcake gets a win. It's weird that they did all this in a matter of like two tapings or something. Like all these like... Cobbled together their footage, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's like just pull the tape off the top. Like that's basically <laughs> what they did. So, what are you thinking of uh, John Valiant's run so far here? It's all right. Yeah, I mean, a, this is all he's got. This the, loser, the only guy. Yeah, you think he gets somebody better than this? You would think, but I guess he yeah. can't. I and mean, then, really, to have Beefcake, ooh, Beefcake is not exactly a coup. He's not a coup. No. Yeah. Now, you know what we haven't had yet is Mean Gene. It sounds like it's about time, right? Yeah, after like the first or second match. Yeah. So beefcake attacking. Oh, we're here. Yeah. All right, Boston. Boston. <laughs> Let's see. Stay tuned. More exciting World Wrestling Federation action Fucking coming up action. in just a moment or two. We'll get you back <laughs> up into the ring. A great match, by the way, coming up. I should remind you, many great names passing through the doors of the World Wrestling Federation. Like Eighty-four, who? a banner year. Eighty-five, as I've stated, time and time again. Bigger and better. Oh, well. New faces, that not quite the case here. You know what? A very yes. I have a feeling we're going to start hearing about some show called WrestleMania soon. Yeah, I don't know exactly when that is. When this taping is over. That's Maybe when, when the it taping is. is over. Which, didn't you tell me there's like another week of this shit? Tune in next week to find out. Yeah. yeah you might be right about that, oh, Quinn. Oh, God. <laughs> no one has what Mr. Is wrestling 2. Is that Danny Davis? No, it's Mr. Wrestling 2? Electric Pikachu. What is he doing here? There are those perhaps that old do as fuck. He is. Uh, I have never known you to, to give a... Uh, place of origin. <laughs> you just get uh, all the weirdest fucking people what? during this there time period. Why is he here? That. Well, I've I done that for a long time because of my ex-partner, Tim Woods. Mr. Mr. Wrestling, Wrestling 1? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he looks like he should be on this Mr. old house. <laughs> <laughs> that might be Norm Aver, yeah. honestly. Remember when he got his own fucking show, like Yankee Kitchen or whatever? Whatever that shit was. Just shout that out, and something comes through me <laughs> and makes me mad. <laughs> yeah, he's number two, all right. Um, that, <laughs> new Yankee <laughs> new Yankee Workshop. Oh, Quinn, <laughs> Quinn you got yourself on yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> new Yan- Yankee Kitchen. <laughs> I don't know. Like Whenever I think of that show, it just cracks me up because, first of all, 
It lasted entirely too long. It was long. on a very long time. I looked it up once. It was on for like 20 <laughs> years or something. It was like almost just as long as fucking old, this old house. But people like Norm Abram. Yeah, That's I know. Why. But like, very here's the thing fellow. is like, I think I remember looking it up and it was like in the mid 2010s it was still on Good. or some shit. Good and I was like, him. what the fuck? The man's got to earn a living. Two, two, build, two. Build birdhouses or whatever he does. Is there a problem with that? It's just, it's just a weird like side offshoot of this old house. Isn't he like in the first this old you know this old house like episode from like seventy nine or something? I swear I looked this up once. Yeah, isn't he there from the beginning? He's like, this is my friend Norm, and he's like just hammering on some shit, and it's like snowing out or something, and it's like what? Like that's his introduction to the world. I think you're right though, like that. and he just does all the work all the time, and that's that's what Al Borland is like based shitty, on. Shitty, like yeah. crappy '70s footage. It's <laughs> great. Oh, that was early. This old houses. Yeah, the it's first good. season. Like apparently that was like a massive hit. Like yes. when it first came there out, there had not been anything like that. Nobody had ever seen anything it's on like PBS, it. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Public broadcasting system. Well, this guy is Mr. Wrestling too. Something else. I also promised my partner that no one would ever reveal my identity. Okay. And I have something for everyone. We find out next week. Let me week tell you something, is. gentlemen. All wrestlers that come up against Mr. Wrestling 2, I don't claim to be the best. Okay. But I'm hard to beat. How old and do you I've think this guy is? That normally, if you ever get it, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Just seen that's old. called knee th- power. The big knee. Knee power. The bionic knee. Bionic. Not bionic. Bionic. <laughs> knee power. I'm just looking forward Dr. to getting knee power. all my friends out there. No. People is he calling out beefcake? Speaking of Dr. Knee. Yes. So we grew up and we used to go to this practice, right? That everyone goes in our neighborhood, right? Yeah. One of the doctors was Dr. Nate, right? Dr. Nate, it's real. So the other day, I'm just like... Rusty Brooks in the ring. I'm Hogan Mike. I'm just putzing around on Google Maps like I am to do, looking around the, you know, locally just at businesses and shit. Yeah. And I and I stumble on, oh, there's the doctor's office. And then I, I get curious and I, you know... Oh, junkyard, junkyard dog. junk food. Um, Don't say that, Meltzer. Oh, black pants. He is you notice fired that? up, yeah. New, new pants. New pants. Um, anyway, so I noticed there's like a review site for it, and Dr. D's got all these horrible ratings and shit, and I'm like, what happened here? She was so nice when I was a kid or whatever. Well, I mean, that was a long time ago, Michael. Yeah. She was like my pediatrician until I converted over to the other one. Maybe she's not nice anymore. Maybe. Remember Dr. Fine? Like the yeah, original. but he, he, he you know, died. I found, okay, no, he didn't He die. retired. I found out, like, that guy literally has to be 100 years old. There's no freaking way. Wow. Like, he delivered my mom or something. Like, he's, like, so. <laughs> that is a long time. Yeah, ago. like, like get out of here. And he retired, like, 20 years ago. 30 years ago, 30 I think. years ago, and he's still, got, he's still kicking, I'm, I'm told. Now, we know that uh, the casual YouTube audience loves hearing us talk about doctors that we had in the early 90s. Yeah. So we'll, we'll promise more of that content. But in the meantime... That's what people are here for, Joe. I don't know what they're here for. That's all uh, they're here for. If you're here for serious wrestling talk, it, just skip this. Wait, like, is this the I, serious I even, show? I won't even care. Are, no. we, are we converting this Nothing to the serious show? Nothing we do show? is the serious show. But I'm saying on all of the shows we do. Like, None is of this them the, are serious. the more serious one? No. Like we can't talk about stupid shit anymore no, on this one? No, we always can. Okay, good. I'm just warning any, anyone. If, if you're like... Does it get better? No, it doesn't. Yeah. This is about as good as it gets, folks. Yeah. So if you're watching this and you're thinking about watching more and you don't want to hear us talk about random doctors or restaurants or me talking about Van Morrison, 
Just, it's okay. Yeah. Close I'll the say, window. I'll it's say right. this. It's okay. I have a theory as to why Junkyard Dog has, like, different pants or whatever. Because he changed his pants. Because this taping has been, like, a hundred years long, and That's he probably correct. was like, oh, these are getting raggedy here. I gotta switch. It's been Dr. Fine long. Yeah, it's always years. been Dr. Fine long. More like Larry Fine. They might be the same age. No. Larry's very dead. But Dr. Fine... That guy was old when I was a baby. So was Larry Fine. Uh, yeah. Jeez. That's the point I'm trying to make. Kinda, that's kind of crazy, right? Like People do get born earlier than we do. I know, but I'm saying, like, it must be weird to have been retired for, like, 30 years. I, I wouldn't know. I've only been retired for three. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, that must be a weird... Do we have any fans? Because I know we have some older fans. Has anybody ever been retired for 30 years? That's a really long time. Right? I feel I feel like you should get a party for that or something. I feel like if you've been retired for 30 years and you're in your 90s and listening to OVP, you must be having one hell of a retirement. Yeah, we talk about gotch and all that stuff on here. Well, that's true. I mean, we do the 1910 canon. Yeah. It's just hard to find because this show has been around for 283 years. That's a good point, Quinn. Yeah, so. Anyway, what is this? I don't know. Do you like Rusty Brooks, though? He's a fun jobber, right? Because look at him. He's just fat. He'd that's, be, that's all. That's why he's fun. He'd be great in one of those 80s movies. Mm hmm. He just fell on his ass. Yes, he did. Humpty Dumpty, if he, you will. He, <laughs> oh, there it is. Nice clothesline. That'll Problem do is it. Rusty's can't two. sell it because he's too big. He sold it. He, he, went tri down. he tried, but he he can't do the ping pong bump from that, like no. jump all over the place. You're right. He's got the agility and grace of a porta potty, but nevertheless, junkier dog. I'll say this: gets he the looks victory. like a wrestler just because he's big. Like you don't find people that big. Talking about Rusty. Yeah, Rusty. Rusty. The rusty man. Yeah, rusty. Look how nice the junkyard dog is, though. Is he being nice? Mm-hmm. Is he actually? Okay, help him out. Oh, he fell out of the ring. Vince with the fake laugh. No, he was really laughing. The quality switched again. Yeah, what happened there? Well, beta is the only way to get all the tapes, mate. Yeah, those betas. I'm getting the audio types from 1970. Four, three, two. They should probably get the broadcast of when Gotch and Luthez wrestled or whatever. I don't. Did that? I don't think that happened. Did Gotch, Gotch versus this? Later, Gotch. Did that? Wasn't he trained by Gotch? He was trained by uh, Ed Strangler Lewis. Oh, sorry, the other old wrestler. There's a few. There's not that many. <laughs> You know what's so funny? Who was trained by Abraham Lincoln? You think Gotch? Who was trained by Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, because remember Rick he was Flair, a wrestler. I think, actually. No, but for real, there had to be somebody. Sorry, Richard Flair. Yeah. Yeah. His dad, Richard Flair. No, Rick Flair. Rick Flair's dad also was called Rick, Richard Flair, wasn't he, or some shit? I wouldn't care. His adopted dad? I forget his name. I don't know. I remember seeing that in the documentary. It's really great. All four men of the ring, Andre the Giant. Junkyard dog, Big John Stud. Oh, I'm in the men's room. Where are we? I don't know. In addition, Iron Cheek, if I could prevail oh, upon of course. Oh, this would be good. Every week. <laughs> These are always good. To come on in and join me. Iron Cheek, it is going to be you one-on-one -on -one <laughs> against Mike Some Rotundo. dumb shit's going to happen. Boston, Massachusetts. You stink, Mike. Remember last week? <laughs> you remind me one of that good-looking Italian people in the Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> I know you have a lot of Remind me of good-looking Italian people in Boston. <laughs> 
said, they're going to come see you. And I heard, he said, what do you call it? State champion of the Syracuse University. What do you call it? State Syracuse. Syracuse. Right, That's it. I know about your background. Basically, I don't fucking know. It's just, yeah. I know. I know all American parishes in them. Boston, right. Massachusetts. Right. Behind mm-hmm. you. They're going Balky, to Massachusetts. You <laughs> need to check the flag on but remember, Master, he gets so worked up. I know, I love the background it. Of the sheik from Tehran, Iran, Did you know that he's from Tehran, Iran? Oh, why not? Olympics! Olympics! Heavyweight champion! How about the world heavyweight belt? That's what I said, the world's heavyweight champion. I feel like they're friends. They are, they knew each other from AWA, yeah. They? They're way too friendly. Yeah, he loves them. You can tell. You ever wonder if there was like multiple takes of this one or any Iron Shake ones because they're like so nutty? I'm sure there was. Wasn't there one in the blooper reel that Richard found? There was one. Okay. Okay, get the fuck out of here, please. Year in chief. Still going. Always. Coming up. Spoiled Italian. Who's that? It, hey, is that I don't Here is, the is that the butcher I saw? John Wait, he has another person just as we said that. Oh, the spoiler, isn't it? Oh, spoiled Italian now. Is it Sal Balomo? Oh. Is it Sal Balomo? Yeah. <laughs> How many masked people do we have? Is this the guy with two masks or not? No, that's someone else. The, what? I don't. Can I just say? What even is this match? I don't want to see the spoiler. You know, you know, this reeks of this taping is too fucking long. Yeah, exactly. I, like we had to get eight thousand people to fill it. Who wants to see the spoiler in WWF? Who wants in to see Sal Blomo? I don't mind him. He's we, not gonna win. We just like him because we know him. Well, you'd rather the, the the devil you don't know is worse than the one that you do, or something like that. Yeah, speaking of Balky, all dogs go to heaven. Yeah. You know what I mean. Do you, what a bird in the hand is worth a couple of bucks. Yeah, they should. Have, they should have really had Balky get replaced by um, Sal Baloma at some point, just for like an episode. Would have been a co- good crossover, right? Yes, would've that would have been, been a really good one. Baloma going to work here in his green strappy tights. Spoiler puts the brakes on a. I'll say this about the spoiler: he looks pretty tall. decently built. Like uh, he's not. Yeah, yeah. Like he's not. The worst I've ever seen. He uh, does the rope walk, right? Yeah. That's where the Undertaker took it from, isn't that him? Oh right, 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 right. Don Jardine. I think he's about to do it here. The, the original old school. The, the original school. Yeah, he even. built the school. This is this is the, you're seeing the school being built, everyone. Yep. Yep. He does it a little differently, though. He doesn't do a wrist lock. He yeah, just he does like a forearm. Holds their head and yeah. Yeah. Referee is Dick Kroll. Oh. I don't know why the Undertaker would point, like, look to this guy specifically. Maybe he liked him growing up. Maybe. Seriously. It is weird, like, you know, people grow up and you don't realize that some people like the wrestlers that you don't give any kind of shit about. Oh, sure. You know I mean, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's people that had favorite wrestlers, like wrestlers that had favorite wrestlers. I'm sure but... there's somebody out there that really liked Aldo Montoya or something. No, there isn't. Maybe. No, there isn't. He was a face. <laughs> Actually, there's probably somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Comment down below yeah. or let us know on Facebook or anything Maybe like that. Maybe the Portuguese fans of the mid-90s yep. thought of him as their hero. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he was so man successful. Man of War, right? Because he did so much. Yeah. You know, he was very successful. I always say he was an interesting person. And I'll tell you why. The person or the character? The character. Because why is that? This match is horrible. Yeah, this is hideous. Because 
They did weirdly treat him like he sort of kind of mattered. He was like on enough. You know those kind yeah, of guys? Like they're on enough and they win oh, They win enough too. Like yeah. where it's like, eh. Like I could see him, you know, winning a decent match. It's the like, same crap they did with like um, Coco Beware in yeah. the 90s and stuff. You know, you got to have them win sometimes. Yeah. So it matters when they lose. But like When I was a kid, I didn't think of Aldo Montoya as a jobber. Well, I knew he wasn't because he yeah. had like a gimmick in it where I didn't know it was called that, but he had like a costume and, a, and he won on Superstar sometimes. And he had music and yeah. he came out. That's how you could always tell as right. a kid, you know, is if they came out with music. Anyway, O'Connor all coming up by Blumino. It's blocked by the spoiler. In no universe would that have worked. Just saying. No. Spoiler going all the way up. Nice, nice agility there. I'll give him that. I went Sal Blumino used to win. Yeah, that was bad. Now he doesn't do that anymore. Flying clothesline. Now he's just a big loser. Good. And oh, a choke. the claw, the claw. Oh, claw. One, two. So this this is a new development, though, that Johnny V is managing him. Yeah, I guess. What what happened? Did he pin him? Or did Kroll say, like, you can't pin him while you're choking? No. No, he just quit. He quit? He, I thought Kroll was counting, He's though. a looser, Joe. He's a looser. That doesn't look like it hurts at all. He's just massaging his I forehead. <laughs> I mean, I Must know. Must be nice if your finisher is, like, a nice soothing move like that. That's true. Maybe it's kind of like Jigglypuff from Pokemon, who he like he sings or whatever, and they fall asleep. It's like the same idea. You know, you just win by like forfeit because they fell asleep. You know, that's how our, that's how we're feeling about this show right now. Yeah, <laughs> this lady's pissed though. Well, holy <laughs> shit! Where's <Yeah>. the beef? <laughs> Spoiled that's some beef. of my favorite shit when the old ladies get mad. Oh, it's the best, right? Yeah. I mean, not in real life. I that's don't want to see That's the kind of it. shit you want. Not in real life, though. Yeah. Not like at the store, I don't want to see that. No way. <laughs> it's scary. That's very... Well, there, there you have it. Back to the darkness. Back to sepia tone yeah. here. What is this? It's like we're back to 82. Mrs. Gulch is about to ride her bike down this fucking <laughs> arena. <laughs> I'll bring a lawsuit to take your whole farm. Did you know that there was supposed to be like another more glamorous looking lady? As the Wicked Witch. Gail Sondergaard, yes. Yes, and she was like... Quinn, there is no did you know with me. Right, but did you know this? Is that they, they did two tests. Yes, they did the... One where she looked glamorous Snow and White one where style. she looked ugly. And she quit. She quit once she realized they were going to go with the ugly mm -hmm. one. And they cast Margaret Hamilton. That's, that's exactly kinda, right. That's really funny. There's a really good... Um, she doesn't even like... I saw both pictures. She doesn't even look that bad in like the ugly in one. In the ugly one, no. She, looks, she just has like the fake nose or something. They like yeah. puttied her nose up or something. Yeah. Yeah, Gail Sondergaard. Okay, so here we go. A heel and a face. We can't talk. Tito Santana, folks. Little girls have wrote letters in, and, and they want to see Tito T Santana on Piper's Pit because they think you're good looking. And here you are, a has-been, a former international... Wait, 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 brother. Not here. nice. Wait, wait, wait. This is my bodyguard. Have I not introduced That's you? Ace. This year's ace. <laughs> just before you just get too rambunctious here, son, you just better settle son. down just son. before you get your hands a little not too your full. Son, son. I got something I'm not I want to say to you. Here you are, a kid that came out and made a great name for himself, and the first time Greg Valentine gets you in the figure four, he does damage, ruins we your didn't coverage, see it, and you're not no, a we former didn't. champion. No, we did. Oh, wait, sorry, I'm thinking of winning more. And now you want to fight Valentine, and I'll tell you one thing, Piper. I know the figure four leg lock myself now, Yeah, Piper. he knows it now. I, I like that. I know it, too. Of the figure four leg lock, True, I do, too. But as no. far as I'm concerned, the figure four leg lock is a figure four leg lock, and I know the. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? That you sounded know, really bad. You figure that you could make 
As far as the figure four leg lock, I know it. That's and a figure that's four the leg lock. Figure, yeah, and, and I know the figure. F- f- and I know it, and it's a figure four leg lock, which is the name of the move, and that's I know it. It it looks like a four. Yeah, yeah, it figures. It figures, right? Someone give up on the figure four. Would you like to try it, Mr. Piper? Good point. Oh, Good boy. point. Yeah. What? This isn't gonna end well. No. It's gonna Ace punch him or something before here, even. Ace. We'll see. You go ahead, take my place. Oh, Ace <laughs> is gonna have to take it. Oh. Boy, Ace is just willing to do anything. He just sat right down. He's like, okay. You know why? That's his bodyguard. Yeah. Oh, he's putting it on Ace. Ace is smiling. And it's on. And Ace is. Whoa. Piper grabbed a chair. Oh, I scared Tito him. ready to fight. This is the Tito I was waiting for, Quinn. Yeah, a little more peppy. Much better, right? Ariba. Wait, <laughs> he's selling like that already broke his ankle or some Perfect. shit. Perfect. That's how you get a move over, a man. touch. Ten seconds that took. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that fake Glenda shit, or fake uh, Wicked Wish shit, it really blew my mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's all sorts of things like that. Yeah. Oh, Bobby Heenan. On, like, Instagram, Instagram or yeah. Twitter or something. Yep. And I was like, wait, what the hell? And then I clicked it, and yeah. I was like, huh. It's all real. Yeah. In the ring. Hang on. Sorry. We need it. We're going to get in trouble. Right, right. Okay. 15,000. Stud's not even here. Yeah, he is, isn't he? No, this. Oh, okay. No, wait. Is that? Hmm. Hold on a sec. The tag team they're fighting. Yeah. It's Paul Roma, but who's he with? That's what I was trying to figure out. It's I was like, is this the actual Roma. Young Stallions already? No, because we saw Jimmy already. What if he just comes out again? No, that's not him. Big John stuff. Oh, that is a gi- giant. Right, giant. <laughs> yep, punks. He's really become, like, so much better. I like yeah. him now. Hey, yeah, fucking punks. <laughs> oh, it's a like Ross Dump Perel. Yeah, yeah, that guy. It's close in name. Jim Young, Jim Powers. Yeah, Jim Powers is always trying to be young. Is they are they going now for like? Is this are they going to try to make a new heartthrob team? Because the ladies did yell for Paul Roma there. Do you do you blame him? I mean, you know, he's a young guy in this old man company. I mean, just look at this this place. That's what I mean. This is the definition of smoky bars right here. It is. You hear everyone got all mad because Triple H said that. What about the smoky bars? Yeah, but you know he's doing that on purpose, and people he brought take that shit him. Up. What does he listen to us? We're the ones no. who we bring that shit up all the time. I know, but we always say it facetiously, right? Yeah, and smoky bars. But like, all right, so we got a Jim Young in here. He tried to slam Paul Rum already did. You know, Nobody going anywhere. But the point of the funny part, Joe. Yeah, go ahead. I swear that there's a bunch of wrestling personalities like that listen to us. Like, I feel like we're the the reason our listens are not as high as some other podcasts because it's only the the people are in the wrestling that listen to us, but there isn't as many people into wrestling as there is people who are like fans of wrestling. You see, that's my big theory. That all of our listeners are just wrestlers. No, they're not. And, and business people, wrestling business people. They're not though. Like uh, that lady. How do you explain everyone listens. in our group then? None of the. Believe me, most of these are not wrestling well, those business are, people. Those are those are louder um, non-wrestling folk. You see. The lunatic fringe. Yeah, the lunatic fringe, right. Um, No, but the thing that I think people really don't get is that Triple H knows what kind of reaction saying something like that is going to provoke, and he doesn't care. 
No one is he It's like, not like he really as a student of the game and some it's not like he really fucking thinks that wrestling was literally only in smoky bars before Vince. See, Come I don't on. I don't know much you about You really him. think he thinks that? I I don't know much about his social media accounts or anything, but does he still like pretend to be a heel somewhat? I don't like, think anymore. I don't think anymore. Like, but again, <laughs> I'm just asking. He always has that in him. Yeah. Because it sounds ridiculous when Mean Gene says it in that DVD from 15 years yeah. ago. Smoky bars. Like, what do you? F <laughs> Everyone knows it's not true. It's just a WWF ism. But the point that they're trying to make when they say that is they turned it into a mainstream thing where it hadn't been as much as like people want to see Jim Londos and stuff. That was like a hundred years ago. I don't care what anyone says. This doesn't look fucking mainstream to me. Because it's not. Yeah. It's not yet. They're still not. They it's haven't not. crossed that threshold. That's all that that ever meant. And it's very misleading. The wording is very misleading because they weren't. I mean, look at world class. Right. And people that did stadium. Vince Sr. did Shea Stadium for crying right. out loud. It's true. The NWA had sold oh, out. Oh, look. It's the stutteroo. Oh, I hate it. It's yeah. the Jesse Ventura special. Yep. Uh, the NWA had the sold-out arenas all over the place, had the Great American Bash tours and things like that. Yeah, it's weird that they they pretend a lot that the NWA wasn't very successful or something, but it lasted, like, fucking 100 years or whatever. Right, but history like, is written by the winners, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I mean, I'm just saying say. it had to be moderately successful for it to exist that long. Of course it was. More than WF did. Well, of course it was successful. Vince was able to get a lot of people that had worked in the territories mm -hmm. to come to them. I mean... I, mean, I do wonder how they're going to, like, without Vince running it anymore, like, what is actually going to change for real? Because I'm not, like, they're bringing people back, whatever, but, like, what is the actual, like, is the show good to watch? Or, like, that doesn't, that know. seems to be the question mark to me. I think. Because it wasn't even good to watch under Vince, so clearly, like. I think things take time to play out. Yeah. I really do. I'm not trying to be funny. It's not like you're going to have tons of overnight changes, but. They're just going to add a bunch of people initially, and then they're gonna, it's going to take a couple of months yeah. or, or even years to even see if that turns into anything. Well, let me ask you a question. What changed as soon as Vince Jr. bought? Nothing. Uh, the production quality got up. No, it didn't. We, it, by, as the months went by, it got uh, slightly better. As yeah. the what went by? Months went by. Yeah, not immediately. But honestly, from, from the point he bought it, I would say the turnaround was pretty quick for what they were doing it, it was, didn't a, get it was more, a little over a year before it did, yeah, it, yeah yeah like it didn't get more exciting immediately i'm saying for a massive change like that that's actually like pretty fast sure i yeah. think it's about normal for us yeah. don't you mm -hmm. right i mean bischoff took over in 93 and by 94 things were changing once he made sure they didn't like buy too much pencils or whatever and they had extra money yeah i mean people shit on that but he was just saving money that's it's true. all he was doing. People make he fun of it. He probably also was making a fucking point. Yeah. That, like, don't waste our money don't on work. Don't waste money. So I'm going to do it on I'll the tiniest. waste the money. I'll do it on the tiniest <laughs> yeah. shit. So to prove, to as an example. That's right, Quinn. I don't waste money. Eric will waste the money later. Yeah. Let him be the one bringing in talent and overpaying them. Let him handle the wa wasting of the money. Yeah, you guys don't worry about you wasting don't do money. I'll waste. Make sure there's enough money for me to waste. Yes. Did I waste money? Yes, I did. I was never wrong, though. It was all Sting's <laughs> fault. And now from the beauty spot of the world, the magnificent Morocco and Mr. Fuji. I get so peaceful when this part comes on. This is high quality for this part, too. Very good. Morocco is the king of the island. I want to go to Hawaii one day. It looks fun. You can. It's in the 50... You don't even need a passport. Let's head on over there. You've seen my beautiful country. You've seen my beautiful self. All you have to do is look at the It is nice that our country has this as, as like, part of it, right? It's, like, this basically, like, resort state. Like, 
It is a resort state. Yeah. yeah. It's just like the whole state's just a fucking resort. I mean, I've never been to it. I, I've heard that there's some mean streets in Kona, though. I'm sure there is. There's mean streets everywhere. Mean streets of Kona. There's probably a, an element of some kind of something going on. We may have some Hawaiian yeah. uh, listeners. Let us know. Yeah. The mean streets of Kona. Yeah. Are they real? Who I are think the Sopranos of Kona? Right? <laughs> just asking. Anyway, I see John Rod's in the ring. I think that means Hulk Hogan's coming out. Yep, I think this is that match. I think it is. Which is what a... With this New Japan. New Japan, trip. yeah. What a... And what an is, unpredictable match, Quinn. This is a match I think Hulk shouldn't sleep on. You can't... Oof, listen to that music. I think he's got to be careful here. I mean, he already lost that match to George Steele. True. I mean, he, you never know with Johnny Rods. He is so Holy fucking shit. unpredictable. Look how much better this guy is than like everything. Than a lot of the things yeah. we've been dealing with yep. these last few years. I'm just saying it. It's true. What are we, three years now it's been since we started the 82 canon? I'll say this. It's nice having more of this because lately they've actually been like Hulk's been on shit. He's done in Japan for now, yeah. I think. Well, now he's got to face other Japanese star Johnny Rods. That's right. Those of you on the audio... Hogan's in the blue attire, and he had the white American-made tank top, just for the record. Do you know there, if there's, like, a point of no return for when he just is always the red and yellow? Mainly by 86, but he does revert to the white one last time in June of 87. That's the last known time. Yeah. Unless, I'm sure there, there might have been a house show or something afterwards. Maybe. But, a non-televised, yeah. yeah. Uh, unless you count No Holds Barred. Yeah. The movie. Oh, right. Rip. He's wearing that attire here. <laughs> the yeah. blue. So Johnny Rods, who has been a staple of the canon mm -hmm. uh, and been a staple of the company since the really, 60s. Clearly representing the right? old guard. The old guard, right. He's been there like since the mid-60s, Quinn. Well, Bruno late. and shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Look at Rods posing. Mm -hmm. He's not afraid. What is this for the belt? They gave it to the fucking timekeeper. Nice. Lock up here. Shove off by Hogan. Rods Imagine finds Johnny a reason Rods to getting a world title shot. That would be awesome. Lock up again, and side headlock by Hogan. Now why Go behind is this into a so arm, dark? Into a <laughs> hammer lock, into a drop toe hold. Uh, I don't know. I can't see anything because, like we were saying last week, mm -hmm. step over toe hold, face hold. They need uh, to work on this color lock. correction edits. Yeah, we do, Richard. Yeah. And front face lock now. Yeah, one take, year take before like a, Richard take, Belzer. Yeah, take like a court. What is this? Brutus Beef, of course, coming out there. Hulk. That's my friend. Ugh. The Hulk's gonna pretend he's a big heel and blah, don't, blah, blah. Don't they have... Not that I want to accuse um, anyone of favoritism, but didn't Beefcake get a world title shot against Hogan like in December of 84 on the Probably. house shows or January of 85? And it's clearly because of how good Beefcake is in right. Japan. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And how sterling of a wrestler he is. Just he's, so... He, he's stinky, Joe. Charismatic and, and good in the ring. See what happens with this, though. Like, literally, the guy that Hogan's facing is better than Brutus Beefcake. You realize we've had three instances of Johnny V on this show. I'm fine with that. I like him. Ugh. I don't like Brutus Beefcake. It just got though. brighter all of a sudden, too. Quinn, I can't help. Maybe this was illegally copied on Macrovision. I don't no, know. No, no, I don't even think it's that. I think the the spotlight was over for Beefcake, so they could get to him, and then they moved it back. Look, they, it just they, got like dramatically brighter. They run the spotlight on the ring. Look at the face. Probably. Do they? That seems a little weird. I think to alert the fans somebody was coming. Yeah, but they run it towards the rail. Look at Hogan with like the little... they just moved it again. Yeah, they, they need to stop doing that. It's What's very going distracting. on here? I don't know. Hogan is a house of fire, though. His hair's not looking too bad. Yeah. What's left of it. Rods is cowering in the corner here. 
Referee Dick Kroll. Johnny V can be heard ringside yelling. It's interesting that Johnny V puts this on his, like, website or whatever, this match. Johnny Rods. Johnny Rods, yeah, yeah. sorry. I, I mean, would. I mean, this is probably the most notable opponent. That's why he would know, do it. Yeah. In retrospect. Yes. I'm sure at the time he didn't know if this would be, like, you know, if Hulk wasn't just, like, a, like a couple of, maybe a year or two champion oh, or something. Oh, yeah, like, this is another Pedro, another ch- a champion that hasn't been proven yet. Like, Pedro when he won it, or Backlund when right, he won right, it. Right, right, right. We're He's, still in that time. Like, we're not sure. Is this long-term? What is this? Right, and you know how they used to call um, Sean Waltman in, like, the later 90s, was kind of, and even mid, I guess, was known as, like, the gatekeeper, like, the litmus test, basically, of, like, they put you with him, and he would go back mm-hmm. and say, hey, this guy's good. You know, Johnny Rods was that for a period of yeah, time, absolutely. right? He, he's that guy. He's good. He is good. Wrist lock. Uh, Hogan firmly in control here. Leg drop on Although, the arm. I'll say this. They know Hulk's the man. This feels more like, like, almost like, hey, Johnny, we want to get this, get you a match with the Hulkster, right? Yeah, well, like, it's like we're going to put Hogan on TV. Who's someone good to put him against? Right. It's probably that. You we'll know what I mean? Make him look good. Yeah. And Johnny Rods is great. He's a good opponent. Yeah. He look, makes look at him it, fight back here. He makes it look like it matters, and that's why I like Johnny Rods. That's why I like Bret Hart, too. He also doesn't go down like a schlub to Hulk Hogan. Like, I'm sure he'll lose, but, like, he'll put, a, he'll put up a fucking fight. He might lose, Quinn. We don't know. That's look how unpredictable that maneuver was. Second, uh, big chop off the second turnbuckle on the inside. Bret's rope. And flying headbutt by Rods. I think he's got him. Cover one. Got him beat, Two. Joe. He got him. No. Uh, Kick out. Didn't get him. Uh-oh. Oh, early Hulk up, though. See, it's Proto always, Hulk up. I like... <clears throat> excuse me. Nope. I hit my button by mistake. I like the old version better. He's doing the Hulk up. Yeah, but he's doing it. Can I do you? One, two punches. Big oh, boot. only two. Is this Irish the first whip. time we've seen the formula? Wait, no. Clothesline. No, it's not. He did it to the Sheik. Kind Can you of. do a leg drop? That's in the intro do of something. N- do you not use it? These uh, oh, oh, there, there it is. There's a leg drop. Trying One, to with the quiver. Two, three. Yep. Good win there, there for the Hulkster. It. The Hulk wins. The fans love it. Don't you just love it? Mm-hmm. Barbara from Poughkeepsie over there. Well, you know, she came here to see the matches. Uh, her friends call her Barb. Barbie. Just ba- Barb. Not Babs. Because she's got glasses. She's more of a Barb. She's got glasses, so she's more of a Barb. Yeah, Barb. Why do glasses make her barbish? I think it's because I've seen movies where barbs also wore glasses, so maybe that's just, like, why I think of it that way. You ever meet a barb? I've met a barb. <laughs> Definitely met a barb you know any in sna- my life. You know snakes? I, n- I don't know no snakes. Okay, just checking. <laughs> I've definitely met a barb, though. Any other Wizard of Oz questions, since that seems to be a hot topic lately? I don't know. That that was one I didn't know about this week that I just stumbled on by accident, and I was like, huh. You know they had an original Tin Man, too, right? Really? Buddy Epson. Buddy Epson is? No. It's from Beverly Hillbillies, probably most notably. Oh, Uncle Jed or whatever? The the oldest guy, yeah. The the, the patriarch of the family. Clampett. No, he's the older one, right? Oh, the older brother? Yeah, isn't he? He's, he's not Jed. Fucking young. He's not Jed. He was young in the sixties. Are you sure it's him? Buddy Epson was on. Wasn't he like the grandpa? Isn't there a grandpa? I didn't watch. No, that there's a grandma. Bullshit show. Fucking no. Je- Jed is Beverly like the Hillbillies dad. And he looks. I know old. who Jed is. He looks. He's old as shit. Jed Clampett. Yeah. No, but it's not. Can you do me a favor? Look up Buddy Epson or the Beverly Hillbillies. Hold on, Buddy Epson. Buddy Epson. E B S E N. 
This is important. This is, again, the canon. You want the serious wrestling talk? Say fucking Herman Munster or some shit. Well, yeah, don't make fun of him. Um, Who did he play on uh, the Beverly Hillbillies? Uh, Jed Clampett. He is Jed? Yeah, well, I, I was like, who, I who else it was could Jed. it fucking be? I didn't watch the damn show because A, it's before my time. Two, I didn't watch it. It's I don't fun. like it. No, that fucking Petticoat Junction, Green Acres, get it all away from me. Remember the Rural Purge? Yeah. Good. I'm glad they put all in the family on. I like when they, and all that they, shit. I like when the hillbillies co-mingle with the rich people. It's funny. That's the point of the show. Yeah. Is that you're, it's funny. It's like Beverly Hill. The, the rich snobs right? like mingling. With no, that's the, the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's funny. Petticoat like, Junction is is different. I don't like it as much. You didn't like the horse show either, right? The horse what? show sucked. Yeah, that stunk. We know it's called Mr. Ed. It's a yeah. callback to a different thing that we never yeah. mind. Just hit play. Ah, here we are! <laughs> There's John Morocco, he's back! Finally! Nice coat. Don Morocco, before we talk anything about the great sport of professional wrestling, I am very curious. Don Morocco, did you bring your honor off camera? Entourage of lovely ladies with you to the mainland? I think it is. I got lovely ladies that follow me. I got shaped ladies. Didn't even fucking shave. That's great. I got small ladies. Oh, full figure. I got a girlfriend, must be 335 pounds. Oh boy. Very full walk, figure. When she walks, she wiggles all over the place. And during the summer, whoo, does she smell? Oh, where's the captain to our battle? You won't believe it. You have a good time. You're the kind of guy I wanted Not you over in Hawaii with me, me Gene. Gene's I laughing. wanted you there to talk to the babies. I know you're a part of my. Ah, forget about the old lady at home. She's listening anyway. We all know you have a good time. I what the heck? I love Let's that he looks like shit. All out now. I know, I Let's love it. Everybody now, up. you and I like to have good times, isn't that right? Well, I think that's probably taken uh, taken care of any <laughs> domestic life that I might have had. Don Morocco, on the serious side, I couldn't help but notice, in my estimation, the rather profound influence that Mr. Fuji is yes, and uh, has had. I on am you. always yes, serious. Or whatever. I am always yep. serious. When I was talking about my girls, I was serious. But have you noticed lately why Mr. Fuji has bloated Mind himself like a gigantic sumo yeah. wrestler? Yep. Do you know why? Do you know why he's in excess of 350 pounds? He's reaching Fuji's that fat. level just about. What, why? What is the man doing? The man is growing and growing to a new level. Not only mentally, Mr. Fuji did not game only weight. physically, He's very big. not only efficiently, <laughs> but Mr. <laughs> Fuji has so grown. It's, it's, so here's the backstory. It's for first so he could be a sumo. Spiritually, you got and away spiritual with growth. You know yeah. that, and that's why I have chosen him as my personal spiritual advisor because he is a man. <laughs> he did say this at the beginning. Office. It's real. When yeah. you look into his eyes, when you can look into his eyes. When they're not all squinted up and red and beaten from the road. When you can look and see what he's thinking not and know good. what he's the thinking. The funny part is he blamed the road for it. Between us. Did a you just notice that? I think that's a yes. euphemism. You know, yeah. Mr. Fuji, of course, is, is a veteran of the ring. Here's red. A man that is weed. Oh, oh, I think so. Oh, it's a weed thing. I think. You know what he had me do? As soon as I got to New York Don City. Don Morocco is so half right serious in this. It's not even New serious. Right He's never serious again. Yeah. After that one run. The freezing cold, getting acclimated to the city weather. Didn't give a shit. No. Getting acclimated to scum. Getting acclimated to dirt. Because that's They went on like a vision quest together in Hawaii or something. Like, what the fuck? I love it. All right, uh... 
I don't know what the fuck happened over there, but uh, get the fuck out of here. Don Mariko. That's from Rush, my friend. I don't know. I changed from day to day. All right, I'll take that. The word of the magnificent one. I love it. I know, me too. He is. He's like describing a vision quest or some shit that they went on in Hawaii. It's real. What is this now? Capacity crowd alive is perhaps no one else can. That's for sure. I'll tell you, electrifies that audience. They love the champion, and I'll tell you, he loves his audience, and it shows both ways. Well, now we are supposed to have. Have more of the Hulkster next week because I thought he was going to talk about that footage again. You, Wait. The Hulk has stated that he will unveil, unleash rather. Oh, the rustling skills of Hillbilly Jim. Next I'm week, really Ooh, okay. Is that real 1985 or not? It isn't, is it? No. Oh boy. Next week's feature: a tag team match with Jimmy Superfly Snooker, well, and the Tonga Kid. Plus, Hillbilly Jim in the, the ring. ring. Mm. All right. Wow, that's a stacked card right there. Not a bad way to close out the taping. You got Superfly, Tonga Kid, Hillbilly Jim, Hulk nice. Hogan. No mention. No mention. To be joined by former Women Canadian football star George Wells. Also George Wells is going to be here. No. Is that his debut? Oh, God, no. <laughs> we don't need that. <laughs> George Wells? Notice he says former Canadian, Canadian football star. Not, not real no. American oh, oh, football. Oh, well, now we now the comments are going to come in. Wait, Quinn. I thought Canada football is like the minor leagues or some shit. Kelly Smallwood is going to have something to say. <laughs> just, this is what I thought. Christian Ouellette. Tony How is Clifton. there not a Canadian NFL team? How has that not happened? For more exciting fucking fucking action. Action. I don't know. They have it for baseball. Yeah. I don't know. Why don't they share in the love? Oh, Tuesday Night Titans. I'm not a sure. Oh. Wrestler. There have been a number of mask wrestlers, some of whom have achieved uh, quite a bit of prominence, Lord Alfred Hayes. They have, and they've the spoiler uh, on the fucking top. TNT. But you know, wearing Hope a mask or that you other old man, Norman too. Herb Abrams or whatever. Herb Norman. What's his name? Secondly, all that the guy from Yankee Workshop. Um, Greg Norman. That's yeah. what it is. With that in mind, Herb Norman. Greg Norman. Please, the masked executioner. What? More? <laughs> no, boo, because I don't want to see a mass wrestler. Isn't that Danny Davis? No. Oh, okay. Are you sure? Are you sure it's just yeah, not Danny Davis just pretending to be somebody else? We'll be able to tell. Horrible zoom in on the camera, by the way. Yeah, it was bad. Who is this? The only individual I know of that, uh, well, maybe Mill Maskeris also. It's like Mr. Rogers with a mask on. Wrestlers that, uh, that have uh, wrestled behind a mask. In your particular situation, uh, Mr. Executioner, why why do you wrestle behind the mask? That's none of your business. It's nobody's business why I wear a mask. I wear a mask for my sure own it's purposes. not Danny Davis. As Lord Hayes said, it's an advantage. An advantage I take advantage of. Now, this... Well, whose voice is that? I don't know. This this isn't the it's executioner. This isn't the executioner from the time when the Undertaker fought the executioner no, and they found a pool Gordy or whatever. Quinn. This no? is not Terry Are you sure? Yeah. He's wearing a mask. I can't tell. That voice is very familiar, though. It's who's, Danny Davis. It's not Danny Davis. He's Mr. X. What? Who is that? Mr. Executioner. You see, it so, might be the same person. It's not like Baron Mikel Ciclona, is it? Oh, that'd be great. Can you take advantage of a number of wrestlers? Uh, I love them. In the square <laughs> circle, as a matter of fact, uh, I would think that. I've been uh, waiting for Baron Mikel Ciclona to come back. <laughs> you know that. That's true. I, I ask you every couple weeks. I'm like, well, where'd he go? I don't think we're getting it. Vision. Mm. Sometimes it cuts it off. Sometimes you can't see your opponent as clearly as you'd like to. 
Therefore, you have I to grab. You can't see it through the star. You have to stay on top of it. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, well, what was that cut? It was moments, a bad cut. In where your performances Muscle have been a little more stellar. VHS. Let's just say questionable. By the way, speaking of questionable, on a close-up there this is with a boring the interview. wrestling Santana, yes. one of your eyes looked a little blue. Here they look, uh, both, both of them look, oh. look brown. Well, that's because under a mask, you never know who was under there. It could be ah. me, it could be someone else Switching. impersonating me, and next time maybe Mr. Santana won't be as fortunate. So maybe it is the same character at, in your house. For, uh, Will you stop it now? And, uh, Please don't comment. Quinn's not serious, okay? Don't worry, am I? Yeah, you can sit here and freely say this, knowing that you're never going to respond to anything. And I handle all this. Quinn's not serious. He doesn't really think this is Terry Gordy. But he could be. Is the thing. Seems to be something you, he might have slimmed down for this shit. You don't know. Just for this. Yeah, I mean, he was here recently. He went jogging before this thing. <laughs> Maybe they only got rid of Hayes and Buddy Roberts. Mel Phillip. Oh, good. What's this now? Oh, no, not one of these. Oh, it's oh, All-Star. All -Star, okay. They changed the intro. Yeah. Oh, God! Well, see the bodies there. <gasps> thank you. Does that mean they're getting rid of... Um, Angelo Mosca? Hubble Bubble over there, yeah. What? You know his name. Hubble Bubble. Hubble Bubble. Now, this has got to be... <laughs> this has got to be Jesse's debut. And uh, this is the exit of King Kong Mosca. I don't know. Petey would know. You know, I really like Angelo Mosca for no reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he just likes him. He just likes him. It's fine. I like Todd Pettengill. What am I going right. to uh, So this must be Jesse's official commentary. Right. Movie, meaning we know he hosts primetime with Jack Reynolds. Well, you, know, um, <laughs> you know Jack Reynolds. You know Jack. We're partners over on the other show. And I, I can't wrestle anymore. Yeah. Because I was uh, I was a Navy SEAL. Mm -hmm. And I had the blood Let's clots. Let's see what he says. Don't cut me off. You know, you've been Reynolds mellow over there and you're trying to cut me off Angela when I'm doing a Jesse. What are you getting Jesse so mad about? Don't just be sure. mellow, Joe. Do that. <laughs> Pyramids. This week. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Now. Yeah. Who is Angela Mosca? Okay. Nobody knows. Was he one of the uh, wrestlers? Fight? Long time ago. Mike. Fights? Yeah. Back in the 50s or whatever. Oh, he is leaving. I'm going to do the color with you, Jack, which I enjoyed. But there comes time when you're proud of an individual, and there's going to be another Angelo Mosca, but it's going to be Angelo Mosca Jr. <laughs> oh, God, and no, I forgot. The manager of my son. You Excuse know, me. What? It's real. How long does that shit last? Not long. And like I'm a week? Put Jesse all on Jesse, like, okay, can we get... Can, and thank you, Jack, and okay, I'm done with this shit. Me. What a great team they were. Well, what was that, for like three months? <laughs> like, <laughs> this whole thing Pete's been going on about, it's like for a minute? It's not that long. He is one of my favorite Already people. better. I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing Mr. Wonderful in Also, Black Jack Mulligan and a But they really just did not care about the Andre commentary on All Star, did they? The they did not. The yeah. To our first Please, no. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you have got you fucking Eskimo? What is this? One -on -one For those of you on the audio, we have to explain it. Bobby Heenan's wearing a puffy coat with like the fur coming out of it and a fedora. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very out of character for him. And Campitaro was wiggling his pecs. Any no shirt. Any apprehension right now? None. None. None whatsoever. <laughs> none. None at all. None. None, none. And now you keep sticking your nose in our business, you're going to be the second thing stuffed in a plastic bag. I don't mind but him. I don't know, like... He's not horrible. Yeah. He just has the mush mouth. Remember what we were talking about? Yeah. You have to keep coming back now? Now you want seconds, huh? 
Well, I'm gonna tell There's something, you something like real that. about him that I can't put my finger on. There is. Old jokes aside, right? I'll give you that. He just seemed like he could kick someone's ass. He did, remember? Yeah. Many people's ass. There's a reason that we won't see him soon. This man doesn't want to wrestle me, Bobby. He wants to get those big mitts on my throat. Kenny, Kenny, don't worry. I've never let you down. The hat. Is he going fucking skiing? Like, what is my this? I was watching the television program, <laughs> and the giant made a statement. He called out so he's going to go climb the Alps. I love it. Luca, his buddy, Blackjack Is this Mullen, how he gets involved with Andre? Yeah. The he just called... Well, you think I'm going to stand in the ring him Joe Paluca. Something's going to watch my back and his back. And here it comes right now. Oh. The only true giant impression. Oh! Big giant. Can we get a replay on that? That hair bag. Look at Gene. Well, you think I'm going to stand at ringside with Mulligan there behind me? Something's going to watch my back and his back, and here it comes right now. Oh. The only true oh. giant. Oh, my word. Big giant. He knows he oh, looks so big. He, he looked like way too hot. Yeah, yeah, way oh. too hot. Oh. Oh. Air bag. It's, it's still here. Air bag. Ziploc tech. I love it. That's not weasel fur. I know what you're implying. It's starting to not look like hair. It's just starting to look like they put, like, Cotton balls that they that they painted. I know. Like, okay, in the footsteps. Wait, this is already fucking happening. <laughs> yeah. All right. We I are... thought he meant like next week or something. <laughs> right now, he's still in his tux. All right. Wow, so he does look like him. Yeah. Right. For those of you on the audio, we are in Brantford, Ontario. I believe it's Brantford. We've never heard of Angelo Mosca Jr. ever. Uh, I've heard, uh, in this canon, no, we have not. Now is he facing a moon dog he's there? Fighting Ted Grizzly. What? Remember Ted Grizzly? That's not Uncle Junior or whoever. No, it's not Uncle Junior. Remember, it's the one that um that wandered in to like challenge um huh Blackjack Mulligan. Oh yeah, that fucking idiot. Yeah. And Blackjack Mulligan was like, get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. Kicked his ass you the next stink. week. Yep. Like, Jesse already better. Yeah. Already better. It's Mosca Junior shit though. I don't know what this is about. Better than David Bruno. One, he, two. Can I ask, is he Canadian? Mosca, I would Mosca think so, right? Because Angela Mosca is, right? So that means that, you know what this means, Joe? Canadian content. They can fill the Canadian content, you know, yes. right? Mm -hmm. There you go. I'm sure Ted Grizzly is Canadian, no? No, no. I don't know either. You have to go check the Grizzlies. Isn't it amazing, Quinn, how Jesse Ventura spent all these years as a wrestler and he sucked ass at it, mm -hmm. but he gets behind the microphone and you're like, yeah, he's this is better. He's fine. He's yeah. good. Yeah. What is this? Okay. okay. What a time. Boy, I'll say this, though, about Mosca Jr. He looks like he shouldn't um, be wrestling. Why? There's nothing special about him. Um, he just looks like an athlete. Well, I mean, that's part of the battle. It's like a young, like, football player or something. He, does, he like, looks like the high school quarterback and pitcher. Yes, exactly. The you guy know the type. Two-sport athlete. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And Angelo Mosca looks like Paul Sorvino with a bad wig. He always gets a penny at, when, when it's gym class. The red penny. Yeah. Gotta, gotta look good. You gotta look good in your penny. Remember pennies? Yeah, pennies. pennies. It's a jersey. It is. What do they call it? All right, now... Is I, it because you have to, like... It, it's perceived that you have to earn a jersey, so, like, the, the crappier ones are just the pennies? Oh, is that what it is? It's like a status thing. I want to know, can can someone that... <laughs> I mean, we could look it up, but I'm going to forget to. <laughs> it always anger you, this whole penny thing. No, it, it angered you. It no, angered you. When, no, it you didn't. brought up penny all the time. No, when we were in high school, you'd always bring up the penny thing. No, you brought up the penny. I didn't bring up the penny. You brought... 
I didn't. Thought you were mellow. You were the penny guy. No, you brought up. You were Mister Penny. You had this fascination with the whole penny thing. I didn't give a shit. I was like, oh, okay, red versus not. Like it's it's basically like shirts versus skins, right? It was, like, yeah. Although when I was in elementary, you wouldn't go to my elementary school. We had red and green pennies. No, we didn't have that. You had more money at your schools than I did. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, nice it was drop. Al- it was always pennies versus not pennies. In high school, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Even in in regular elementary, it well, was. I didn't have thing. that. We yeah. had two pennies, and that's why I have a penny complex. I'll tell you what, though, Angelo Mosca Jr. wants to get a penny here on Ted Grizzly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I never understood the purpose. Like he goes for the penny. What? Wait, what? Why did he pull his arm up? Why did he count? Like, what do you mean he pulled his arm out from under the rope so he could pin him? He pulled it up, though, and then the ref but was, like, at two well, the when he pulled idiot. it up, and then he was like, wait, put it down. Then he, he shouldn't have done it. it. Bosco looks like he's going to a fucking Dean Martin roast over here. What are we doing? <laughs> he might be. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't be surprised if he knew him. <laughs> yeah, you know. Old as shit. Yeah. Which? Angelo yeah. Mosca Jr. is victorious. Yeah. He looks like he could be a soap opera star, too. Yeah, I can see that. He could be on Dallas or something. I, oh, <laughs> your favorite. The good show. The quality for this is always the absolute worst. Yeah. Who are we getting this week? It's going to be good. What, Andre? I'm a thumb. You know, go riding to get a... Wait, he's got a shirt on. Yes, another one. Bought that three this week. I need another one. He's very happy. Remember when they hated each other in 82? He's got a belly shirt on. Yeah. No, it's Blackjack shirt. I know. Maybe we need one of them Clydesdale. No, give me a fish one. I don't know about that. Was that a big horse? Oh, boy, it's big. I'm going to tell you what. Hey, what? That's a new one? Oh, that's my new hat. Yeah, that's my new hat. I'm going to tell you what, ladies and gentlemen. Andre's laughing. He's making Look at this. Andre's laughing too. They're both laughing. Tell you what, That's Andre, good. We've been in training, and I'm, I've been the giant Spartan partner for about the last six <laughs> weeks, and I've been taking a pretty good <laughs> lick. I couldn't take it because down in Mexico, I couldn't take any of the Mexican ladies and some of them Jack Daniels we've been drinking. What? I like that white wine you give me too. I'll tell you what. But, I, but Andre, let me tell you something. Why I've never seen a man show? so upset so in his good. life. I have got this man I'm ready for judgment. I feel good. You feel I good? I just want to get even. I'm well, I'm going to tell you what about the haircut. Yeah. Yeah. What the right. hell? All right. We've only got about four or five horses left down here, but if anybody out there is down here, down here. What's that horse? Bradford. In Bradford. Yeah. That's a French horse. We have a big horse. We need one for Andre the Giant. And God bless all of you out there. Find us a big horse that fits Andre. No. I met Secretary. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I met the horse. It was a good horse. It was a good horse. Is that a good hold on Andre, though? Oh, so Andre the Giant, he was uh, the tallest man in the world, right? Okay. Something like that. All right. Oh, it's the end of the thing. Okay. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, that was definitely the highlight was the Blackjack's barbecue. I don't know. Hulk versus Johnny Rods good. was fun. I like where one. That was okay. That episode. It wasn't that bad actually. No, they, they've all been. They've all been very it easy to watch. Turned out pretty well. I also, in all seriousness, I liked Tito being like, "Hey, you want me to fucking put the figure four on you now?" Yeah, that was good. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of good in this. There was a lot of good in this, and folks, we hope you stuck with us here, even though it's a very uh, mellow Michael Quinn uh, in this week's right. episode. But don't so you worry. Mellow. Next week, it'll be a whole different story. As we round out January on the canon, 
And guess what? It'll still be taped in 1984 next week. Oh, God. But you know what the good news is, Quinn? That means that's it. Then we're really in 85 after that. This is the last fake 85. Last fake 85 is next week. And in the meantime, I want to remind you guys again real quick, whether you're on the audio or the video, follow us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. We have a Facebook group. Go ahead and join that. And if you want the extra OVP content, you can get that at patreon.com slash OVP Podcast. Whether on audio or on the video, we'll be back next week for episode 284 and another week in the 1984 85 canon. Oh, almost got you there. Almost got me. Until that time, I am Joe Morata. That is a very mellow Michael Quinn, and we are out of here. See ya. Uh, You have got Andre the Giant one-on-one all alone. Any reservations, any apprehension right now? None, none, none whatsoever. We have your hair in a plastic bag, Andre, and now you keep sticking your nose in our business, you're going to be the second thing stuffed in a plastic bag. Because I'm sick and tired. Didn't we humiliate you, embarrass you, and hurt you enough? Do you have to keep coming back now? Now you want seconds, huh? Well, I'm going to tell you something, Andre. You got yourself a training partner, Big Black Jack Mulligan. Ooh. So you go out behind the rock in there in Sweetwater, Texas, and slam whiskey bottles up alongside each other's head. Is that what you call training? Is that scientific training? No! This man doesn't want to wrestle me, Wait, Bobby. He wants to get those big mitts on my throat. Kenny, Kenny, don't worry. I've never let you down. You know, this morning, from my Park Avenue suite my penthouse, I was watching the television program, and the giant made a statement. He called out his big punching bag, Joe Palooka, his buddy, Black Jack Mulligan, who is going to watch his back at the garden. Well, you think I'm going to stand at ringside with Mulligan behind me? Something's going to watch my back and his back, and here it comes right now. Oh. The only true giant in professional Oh, my word. The giant in professional wrestling, the man that walks around the world holding a bag of hair in his hand, and the hair came off of Andrea's head. I thank you very much, gentlemen, tonight. Bring him and Mulligan both. What kind of fur is that? That's That's not not weasel.